Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And this is episode 527 of the show. This is actually an interview that I just did with Ray Higdon. I just thought it was an excellent interview. And so I wanted to go ahead and take the time for all of you to upload this one as you go into the rest of your week. So this is a great episode. If you end up loving it, make sure you screenshot it, put in your story, tag me at I'm Boss Lee. You can also tag Ray if you want to. He's been on the show before. Um, And I hope you enjoy. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you think that it is awesome. And I hope you get takeaways. If it when you do get takeaways, you can also make sure you put those in your story so I can see what those are. And I do recommend you take the direct link to the show and put it in your story so people can just click through and listen. If you do get a lot of value out of this, make sure you leave a five-star review over on iTunes or wherever you're listening. They mean a lot to me. And please make sure you subscribe to the show. I love you guys and I appreciate you. Hope you love this episode. 527. Oh my gosh, let me like get this set up because you know how it is on Instagram. It like changes your angle once you connect. Oh, it's so good to see you. It's been way too long. How are you? It has been. It's been it has been too long. Now I'll, will I see you at AMP? I will. Yes, right? I'll be there. Yeah. Yay. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. You have been rocking it. You've yeah. been crushing it as as always. But I feel like you've I feel like you're at even another level. So congratulations <laughs> on all your success. Thank you. And same to you. I love watching you. I had um I drank a grape flavored something today and I was like, oh, this is this is an ode to Ray Higdon, you know? Like <laughs> Mr. Grapeity Grape. That's <laughs> a major cake. It's the secret sauce. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think and so, so too. Let's uh let's let's hear about you. What what are you like super fired up about focused on right now? Oh gosh. Okay. So focused on everything for sure. Well, I guess you can't be focused on everything, but most focused on, interestingly enough, really continuing to just spread in a way network marketing and the power of it. And what I mean by that is I've been utilizing my brand and expanding my brand outside of network marketing to encourage people to view network marketing as the profession that it actually is. Um, and I had this confidence boost about, uh, 18 months ago when I joined some of these outside masterminds and I realized, oh my God, like we are business weapons. Like we know what we're doing. You know, you're obviously a master of branding and you've, you've crushed real estate and you've crushed network marketing and you've crushed coaching and you've crushed all of this stuff. And, um, you know, when we speak in, in terms of revenue, it's very different than real estate as an example, which you understand, but I didn't understand that. And so moving into the traditional business space even further um, and investing in stuff like that and then being kind of this face of, oh my gosh, so she's like the top network marketer and she does all this stuff and you can do business and you can do network marketing and you can learn all these business skills and whatever. Um, I'm really passionate right now about just elevating our entire profession and showing, you know, very serious business people. This is a very serious business and it excites me. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it. And, you know, we, you know, when I, um, I remember speaking <clears throat> at uh, a Russell Brunson mastermind <clears throat> and they were like, yeah, Ray, he does uh, network marketing. And there's like a groan. There's like a, mm. but after I, w- I was done, there wasn't a groan. Right. And, and I had, I had several of those people. They're like, Hey man, I want you on my podcast. Cause I had a totally wrong impression about network marketing and so I, I love that you're you're doing that work and it's also it's really cool to get outside you know the space yeah. right because at you know at a you know a million a year to you know five billion a year you're you're walking on water in network marketing and, and in other spaces it's like oh yeah yeah we're 100 million 
or 200 million or, or, or whatever. Right. So it, it's powerful to get that perspective and the fact that you're, you know, investing and, and doing wealth. That's something that, you know, years ago, I think just not a lot of network marketers did. They would make a bunch of money and then like blow it or something. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't have said it better myself. You know, you and you get in these rooms and you feel like you're the biggest idiot. <laughs> And those are the right rooms to be in. So, like, if you ever listen to me train or Ray train or any of these trainers train and you're kind of like, I don't even know what they were just talking about, that means you're in the right room. And that's why I joined, like you mentioned, Russell's Mastermind. That's why I joined a lot of these masterminds is because I was sitting there and I felt like they were speaking a foreign language. And I realized it was just my education and that had lacked. And then, like you said, you start getting around some of these crypto people. You know, I'm like, I know crypto billionaires now. I'm like, billionaire? Oh, my God. You know, um, yeah. but ironically, we're the ones with the cash flow and network marketing to actually right. fund crypto stuff or fund big real estate projects or fund large investments. And so you right. mentioned the shift of rich to wealth. And I hope people write that down because that has been my focus, even unintentionally for probably as long as I've known you, like what, seven years now? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but I've always said that, you know, it's really easy to get rich. It's much more difficult to get wealthy. And that big shift has come from people like you, honestly, um, and hopefully myself as well, showing people, sure. you know, don't buy the dumb stuff. Don't, you, you know, yeah. it, don't you don't have to have all the fancy stuff. I want you to have the actual generational wealth and then go get your Gucci bags and your, you know, Louis Vuitton and your, your, you know, red bottom shoes. And, you know, you can have it all, but I want people to start shifting from, Ooh, I made $5,000 this month. Let me go spend $500 on a belt to, Ooh, I made $5,000 this month. Let me take 500 of that and learn how to invest. Amen. Amen. So you're, you're known for, I mean, you're known for a lot of things, but you're known for just, getting a lot of customers like you i don't know what are you at now like it's like what nine thousand ten thousand like how, how many customers have you gotten personally um my personal customers are almost thirty thousand actually <laughs> yeah that's incredible i mean that's like the size of some small companies <laughs> that's that's your personal customer i have the best fans and followers ever so like i'm so grateful the best customers so yeah yeah um so how is it you think about customer acquisition that that maybe would shed some light on on how people can think differently about acquiring customers? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, how I think about customer acquisition. This is interesting. So, I actually um, I do like to lead with the opportunity still, which I think is kind of taboo in its own way right now because when I joined network marketing in 2015 there was a big FTC shakeup and so people were yeah. kind of like terrified to recruit and I'm like but I love recruiting like I love changing people's lives like just like you you know yeah. like you're clearly passionate about coaching people to yeah. their better like regardless of the company it's like I love training on these big stages and I'm sure it's the same for you it's like when you see the light bulbs go off you're like Oh, they get it. They get it. They get it. And like that to me is like a drug, you know, like when, when I know people are about to make some money and change their lives and, um, you know, just get it for themselves. That's just, it's just addictive. So I actually still, my funnel still goes like this. So my funnel is still, I talk about the business. I talk about what the business can do. I talk about the ability to create wealth. Like I just said, I talk about the systems. I talk about, um, you know, my scripts. I talk about, all kinds of stuff like this from the business perspective. And what I have found is that people then go, okay, well, I don't even know what she sells yet. So, 
but I want her as my coach. So before I join the business selling, I don't even know what, hold on, let me like order product. And I hope people are- Do you you suggest that? Like, so someone reaches out to you and says, hey, I'd like to know more about the opportunity. I'd like you to be my coach. Are you saying we'll buy some product first? No. No, No. okay. So, but interesting, but I think, I mean, I'll get into branding and stuff like this in a second too, because I think that this shifts some stuff too. But what happens then is not only do they tend to buy more product, so people might want to write that down, okay? So they tend to buy more product. Uh, They tend to also have better retention and they tend to close themselves faster as well. Now I still follow scripts and systems and stuff like that. But I feel like if you lead with an opportunity, the customer buy-in is also much higher because they're not just viewing it from the perspective of, oh, I want to lose some fat. Oh, you know, I want to save money on my, my electric bill. Oh, I want shinier hair. They're looking at it like, if I use this product properly, I can not only have incredible results, but I could maybe in the future run a big business. Um, my second thing with it is I think that I lead with the customers in a really fun way, like very low pressure. So people don't feel this um, almost like, oh, you have to buy, you have to do this, you have to do that, you have to do this. And that goes into the branding, like I said, I would touch on, where when people view you as somebody that they really know, that they know things about your life, they know things about who you are as a person, they know and they trust you, it shifts everything. Like instead of chasing the customers, I wish more people would spend time being that cringy person on the internet who's building their brand because if you're the cringy person on the internet building a brand, then people find you more, right? And when people find you more, it's like, I, I don't know what else to use except for the word funnel. You're funneling people into like your, your I don't know, customer pod. What would you, what would you call it? Your sea of customers? Yeah. I don't know. Um, but when people start to relate to you on a totally different level than just, oh, I have a product for you, you. I think people need to start thinking about what sets you aside apart from everybody else. Like, you know, you started in real estate, like I mentioned, what made people want to get houses with you? You know, what made people say, oh, that Ray Higdon guy, he sell, he, he's in real estate, he's involved, right? It's the same yeah. thing in coaching now. Well, what makes people want to hire you as their coach when they could hire 15 other coaches, right? Sure. Well, you, I'll tell you, if I were looking for a coach, I don't know anybody who's been as consistent as you for the last, as long as I've known you, and I know you've been more consistent for longer than I've known you. So I tend to look for people in customers, in in coaching, in masterminds, in any kind of business where it's like, how long have they been, maybe not in that particular business, but how long have they been walking their own walk, right? I know I don't know how many years you've been live every day now for, but I know it's like probably over a decade at this point. It's like, if I was looking for somebody to teach me consistency and teach me, you know, practical business skills and teach me how to blog or teach me how to make funnels or teach me how to do all this stuff, I've watched you do it now for a decade. Like, I don't need to go hunting and looking for somebody else. It's like your consistency in your branding is getting you the customers. Um, And I think too many people, last thing I'll say on this, I think too many people are so short-term minded. You know, I've been live almost every day now since it came out in 2015. Uh, And I I mean, I know you know that. Uh, You know, the podcast every day, the posts every day, the reels every day, the TikToks every day, the everything every day. Like, it's Groundhog Day over here. But, (laughs) I mean, it is, guys. I can tell you, it's not always fun, all right? 
But like doing the stuff we didn't feel like doing has built the brands now that we have always wanted. And so if more of you would just go, I hate this crap and just do it, um, it, it pays off. It does pay yeah. off. You're just watching us now a decade later um, in yeah. our journey. So we're all just kind of in different different chapters. For sure. For sure. And I, and I appreciate that. Thank you for all the nice comments. Um, oh. the I watch one- you, okay? I know you think I'm over here like with my blinders on, but I, I know me some Ray Pinkton, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, so you, you mentioned uh, that you don't create any pressure. So that, that makes me think that you think other network marketers create too much pressure, maybe? Are like, you like reading explain, into you my what, words? What are some other people doing wrong? <laughs> yeah, like there's some tactics that I just don't really agree with because I feel like, and you you know this, marketing changes as time goes on. And as an active marketer, both of us, um, for as long as we've been doing it for, little things ebb and flow and there's little changes that tend to work better. And so something that used to work really well like t- 10 years ago, 11 years ago, when I started all this, um, you know, you would say, oh, I only have two more coaching spots this month. So if you are considering joining a business, you have to get in right now or else you're going to miss your window of opportunity, right? This like scarcity uh, where then you're, you're, you're being really pushy, like, no, it's, this is it. Like, this is your last chance to buy this product. This is your, uh, this is the final opportunity. I'm only coaching five more people on their health journey this month. Like, what are you talking about? I just think that if people would say, like, I'm just more of a, you know what? Let me be very honest with everybody watching this. I'm not going anywhere. If you haven't figured it out, I'm not going anywhere. Ray is not going anywhere. And I think you can create pressure in other ways. Like I tell stories. So a very real story is I look at my Facebook memories every day. I don't know if you do too. I do too, yeah. And I love them because A, I get to look at my growth. I was a disaster for many, many years. (laughs) Okay? But second of all, it's like if I would post something about the business, the amount of people, this is a real story, guys, anyone listening, the amount of people who would say, okay, I'm going to join like next month. And this is 10 years ago. And I sit there and I think to myself, holy crap, if they would have done it 10 years ago, where would they be now? Yeah. That's real. Like, I think you can create that very real story. You can share that very real, hey, oh my gosh, six years ago, somebody said that they were going to start their health journey with me and they never even purchased. Oh my gosh, four years ago, this person... This person said that they were going to lock arms with me and they were going to partner with me in business or they were going to get coached by me, you know, in your case or, or whatever it may be. Or they're going to join Rank Maker, you know, whatever. Like, ah, they still didn't do it, right? I can tell stories like that and create, I feel like that's more positive pressure instead of this, like, scarcity, fear of missing yeah. out. Um, like, just kind of, I, think, I just think there's old school marketing techniques. And I think that if you stay more in, hey, things change, you know, the warehouse is not going to run out of blueberry or whatever. <laughs> um, I, I just think you create more trust again. And you can say, hey. Yeah. And then also when something is limited, again, there's trust. You know, so you yeah. say, hey, this is a limited edition product. This is going to sell out probably in an hour. It's going to be really, really popular. I just wanted to let you guys know because you are my loyal followers. Then they go, oh, okay. She never talks like that. They're like, thank you. Know, thank you. Thank you for the courtesy. Right. And then you can send out your text blast and and whatever marketing you're also doing. Yeah. And you can do, you know, positive promotion. Like, you know, I, hey, I'm starting this challenge in two days. If you want to be in it, then get in before two days. Like that's a, that's a positive thing versus a, I only have. And, uh, no, I, I, I love that you said that. I don't, I don't, I don't see it 
nearly as often as I used to. Yeah. But I, I, I have to assume some people are still doing that. I still see it. <laughs> still What's see that? it. I still see it in people's stories. I'm like, oh, hell. But to your point, for those people who do have something like, um, like you said, okay, coaching spots, um, just open yeah. for two days. If you're a marketer or a coach or whoever, and you're wondering, I, stick to that. You know, d- yeah. don't, don't yeah. be somebody who lets somebody slide in on day three, just cause you're like scared that, you know, they're never right. going to make the sale again. If you have integrity in your business, there's so many people listening. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Like if you keep the integrity in your business and remember that it's your business and people don't get to shove you around it, it, they might, they might not get into that coaching round, but next time they're going to pay closer attention. Right. They're not going to miss it. You know, next time you yeah. drop a story and you say, sorry, I only go, I'm only going to New York one day. What y'all watch my stories closer. I'm making something up, but you get the point. No, 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 makes sense. Um, so talk to me. I, I understand because I've had my fair share of this for sure. And I, and I know you've had it too. Talk to me about uh, the haters. <laughs> You've been getting some uh, anti-MLMers attacking you? Oh, man. <laughs> well, first of all, let's... see my skits? Right, um, right. Oh, I'm excited to do a skit because, um, yeah, I'm going to watch all of them now because you've inspired me. Um, it's interesting, and I, I feel like I'm sorry that I, I think I pushed them to you a little bit because I made a comment maybe three <laughs> months ago, and I said, I think it's interesting. These are a bunch of women hating women. I said, there's no one doing any videos about men in this space, which should tell you how toxic this space is. And then as soon as I said that, there were videos the next week about you, about Bob. I'm like, oh, God, I'm so I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, but, like, I predicted it. I knew it if I said it that they were going to watch and they were going to go after the men just to be like, nah, the men are bad, too. Um, The first thing I'll just, I guess, now second thing I'll say about it is look. Anytime somebody is talking about you, it's, it has nothing to do with you. And as soon as you wrap your mind around the fact that it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with their projections, it changes the way you view it. Um, I don't try to fight these people uh, because I don't think you can fix stupid. Uh, their arguments only work when it's in their own little echo chamber of like, look at this, look at this. And I'll just say, look, network marketing's not perfect, but neither is anything. Neither right. is anything. And yeah, what's, what, like, my question is always, well, okay, what's the solution? All right, so you're, you're tearing this down. What are you offering? What right. are you, you know, suggesting? And, and there's, there's never an answer there. Well, right. I think um, I empathize more than anything, to be totally yeah, honest, I because these are people, none of them are top networkers. You know, they, they say things right. sometimes like, I was in the top blah, blah, blah percent. Honey, honey. No, no, you weren't. Um, so I empathize with the fact that they don't like their lives. I empathize with the fact that they're upset at whatever. Um, I empathize with the fact that they have to watch videos of us for hours and 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 hours just to make hate videos. Um, I don't watch so I, people I, got, I don't like. I got, one, I got one for you. My, my team came to me and they said, Ray, this lady is a paying rank makers, uh, paying rank maker, and she has a dedicated YouTube channel against you. And they're like, "Do we kick her out?" I'm like, "No, nah, she's paying." <laughs> That's and bizarre. So, like, like some people actually pay to get your stuff, get my stuff, and go on a, a on a hate rant. Well, it's, they'll uh, they'll pay for everything. Really they'll sneak into Zooms and they will yeah. like 
you know, buy tickets to your event. They buy tickets to network marketing events. It's like you're actually promoting the profession. And I will tell you, um, the other thing around that is I've noticed there's a large amount of people that follow me now that were sent to me from those people. So these people were watching videos of spliced stuff that makes me look insane. It makes you look insane. It makes us look like we're totally mentally unstable. Um, Yes. And then, I mean, like, because you can splice and clip anything. It's like the news. (laughs) Um, And so they sent, they, they, I mean, it's scary. If you were to, I mean, I've I've never watched a single video, just so you know, because I know how to maintain my mental health. But, like, I see what the topics are. And I'm like, there's no way I said any of this stuff. But then people will go to my page. They drive the people to my page. They watch the actual video. And they go, not... Uh-oh. I like this girl. I, I like this girl. Yeah, I like this I guy. like her. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, yeah. so, I mean, what I would say to anybody getting hate, um, you actually need the haters. Okay? Yes. If people are not hating on you, I promise you, you're just not doing enough. Um, yeah. I'm not saying to intentionally provoke them. I'm not saying to intentionally instigate them. I'm saying if you are doing big things in the world, you are going to have people that disagree with what you're doing. And, um, oh, on this, because I just got back from Europe... I am constantly inspired by people who do big things and I'm sure you're the same and anybody who has done big things in the world, they, it's divisive. It's super divisive. So I was in, um, I mean all over Europe because obviously they're older countries and there are statues of people everywhere, right? Like world changers. There are statues of people that, you know, died for the cause that they were, they were, you know, fighting for, or people who were assassinated, which I know is death, but like literally killed by people or, um, or, you know, absolutely hated for what they believed in and also loved by the other people. And I look at that and I, and I thought when I was in Europe this last month, I thought to myself, every time I would see, you know, maybe Winston Churchill, you know, as an yep. example, in the, in the center of London, right by Parliament. Like, people hated him. Yep. But they hated him because he was changing the world. And they hated him because, because he was doing something with his life. And they don't yep. make statues for people that hate people. They don't make statues for people that don't change the world in a positive way. They don't make statues that last and stand for hundreds, if not thousands of years for people who were just tearing other people down. Like you need to make a difference in the world. You have to be somebody that people admire. You need to be somebody who's actually contributing to the world. And and you you know you're contributing to the world when just like you, I get off a plane and like, I'm not a celebrity except for in little like pockets of the world, just like you, but people recognize us and people stop and they cry and they say, you saved my family. Or they say, I was in financial distress and you taught me how to sell. You taught me how to market myself. You taught me branding. Oh my God, Jesse Lee, you're so positive. And you, you made me look at the world in a different way. Or I was going to quit this and quit that and do this and do that. And you taught me like, like when, when you have so much positivity around you, I would just ask everybody, don't get down the the rabbit hole of the haters. They don't even hate you. They don't like themselves. And they can't convince any of us that they do. They can try, but they don't like themselves. So love you and keep doing what you're doing is is my advice to anybody dealing with haters. Yeah. So three three things to that. One, I I heard uh, someone say that, you know, a hater, like you said, a hater hates themselves 
and wants to bring everyone else to their vibration, right? Uh, number two, uh, I remember I had a student that said, uh, you know, I want to make a big impact, but I just don't want to deal with the haters. And I told him, you can't get to the thinkers without going through the haters. And then number three, wow. I was uh, speaking at a Grant Cardone mastermind, and he had maybe, I don't know, uh, maybe 50 people in the room. And, you know, I don't know exactly, but I would guess that everyone paid, I think, at least five grand, but probably a lot more to be in there. Yeah. And he asked the question, he said, how many of you in here, when you first saw me on social media, didn't like me? Mm. And like 95% of the hands went up. And he said, that's the mistake. So you're trying to make people like you. I'm just trying to get your attention. Oh, and, so good. and so like, that was, that was really powerful. I'm like, dang, dang, man. Like, like he does not. But they're know, like your marketing like, firm. I don't think. Like, like me, for example, I didn't care for him when I first saw him on social media. Yeah. And I've, I've dropped about 300 grand with him, 350 grand with him, right? So, so like someone that didn't initially like somebody has dropped that kind of money. And there's a whole, but there's a whole room full of people like that. Right. And so I just thought, I, I think a lot of people, they go into, um, I'm going to go to social media. Hopefully people will like me. And so they tread that, that line. And I just, I love how bold you are. You know, you bold, you boldly go out there. You say, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm making happen. This is how I show up. And you, you really authentically share who you are. Well, thank you. What I will say is the goal is not to be liked by everybody. The goal is for you to like yourself. Hey, amen. So amen. a lot of us, I um, and I, I've been guilty of it. That's the only reason I can talk on that. A lot of us Me do too. this like <laughs> tiptoeing thing where we're kind of, at best halfway ourselves you know and then the camera shuts off and it's like okay now i'm gonna be me with my friends or whatever um right. why don't you just show that because you're gonna attract the right people and you're and right. in your business i mean I, what happens when you're that 25 percent, 50 percent you is you attract people that are only 25 percent, 50 percent aligned with you so then your right. business gets frustrating and you don't want to build your business you don't want to coach these people because you're like i gotta get on a coaching call with jesse lee oh hell no she is so whatever like you don't even vibe with the people but they vibed with what right. you showed them online so that's the first thing the second thing is like perception of with you. the perception of who you are right and then you're just annoyed in your business and you don't want to show up for your business because these people are obnoxious to you right but you don't want to say that to them because they're paying customers or whatever um so that's the the the, the, the goal of these people though and you were starting to really hit on this is they want to distract you okay yeah. they know they can't change the profession they know network marketing is not going anywhere they know your coaching's not getting anywhere that going anywhere they know all this stuff okay so their goal is to get you so emotionally involved, so emotionally distracted that you stop building. That is their 100% goal. And then they, I mean, it's like, because they, because they can't stop you and they can't stop the profession. So I just want you to kind of like consider that uh, because that is, that is 100% fact. Amen. Amen. Well, Jesse Lee, I know that you are super busy, and I really appreciate you coming out here. I could talk to you for eight hours straight, I uh, but I know that we can't do that, unfortunately. I look forward to seeing you at a and uh, just thank you for how boldly you stand for this profession and how you show up, and, and I just commend you. I mean, I just I feel the vibrational upgrade that you've had since we <laughs> last you. talked. Thank you. Oh, my God. Because um, I feel this stuff now, and so, like... I know. 
I see you like you're so, you're spiritual and you're getting in the ice baths. And I'm like, oh my goodness, right, Higdon? Look at you, man. Up leveling, up leveling, up leveling, up leveling. I just love it. I love it. I love watching you and your family. And it's just, I'm so proud of you. You've, you've changed so much too since I've met you as well. And so um, it's really cool to see all that happen and all the abundance in your life. And like, yeah, yeah, like just scoot over investing $350,000. Now I heard you. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love that. And then, yeah, just in the, the bold comment, everybody can just get a little bolder, a little louder, um, and just as as authentic as possible because it'll just make your life a lot easier. You'll enjoy your life and your business just so much more. So have fun with it. For sure. Yeah. Jesse Lee, everyone, give her some love. Give her some love. Yay. And um, just really appreciate you. And I'll see you uh, in like a week and a half. See you in a week. Yeah, a week, week and a half or whatever. Hang out. I'm going to get a picture. I know. I can't All wait. Right. Yay. <laughs> So awesome. And so very, very cool. Also, uh, one last thing uh, that I have is we have something going on. It's a $1 challenge for those who have yet to make a thousand bucks. If you drop the word dollar, uh, we are going to show you how to make your first thousand bucks in network marketing. So just type the word dollar and we'll get you over that. If you think that was great, make sure you share the show. This is episode 527 and I'll see you tomorrow at 528.